0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church, visit therockonline.org. And now a message from The Rock of Gainesville. It's a privilege once again to get together and get into this word. Um, Thank you, Pastor, for the early call this week. (laughs) Love that guy. <laughs> in and out of season in and out of season that's the way we do um, but again I, like i said it's a privilege to be here with you so um, let's get into this word right now we're in second peter chapter 1 today um, i really believe this word's going to be an encouragement to you it's been it's been encouraging and challenging me all week you know i love i love those i'm not just bringing something to you that's like okay deliver this to the people i'm like if they don't get it today it's fine i'll preach it to me today because it's it's like that, okay? Look at your neighbor. Say it's like that sometimes. <laughs> All right, Second Peter chapter one. Let's read. Simeon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained a faith of equal standing with ours, by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So, any of you who are new to the Bible, this is one of the letters in the in the New Testament. Um, one written by like we said here, um, Peter, and um, what we have is is these letters that get written to believers in general and to churches in the New Covenant, and then we get all this applicable information for us, okay? So I'm like, hey, thanks for penning the letter because we now get the benefit of it. We get the guidance and the direction and the necessary food for our soul, (laughs) correction where needed, it comes to us too. So we're blessed to be able to receive that, okay? Verse 3, his divine power is granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. And for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge. Brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, tell somebody, practice these qualities. If you practice these qualities, you will never fall. We're going to get back to that in a minute because that's a high promise right there. You will never fall. For in this way, will be richly provided for you an in entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Lord, bless your word. Yes. So good. So today we're gonna to focus on the subject of giving effort in our faith. Giving effort in our faith. Sometimes this can be a little bit of a sticky subject because again, we believe we're, we're saved by grace through faith. No work of our own. It's the work of the cross of Jesus we get to receive by faith. And so sometimes we get into this zone, like, how much do I do? How much do I not do? How much is dependent upon what I physically do and, and, and not, right? Every new believer has asked the question. If you're an older believer in here, you've gone through it as well. So we want to talk today about this subject of giving effort in our faith here. Not to be saved, but because we are saved. Working not to get right with God, but because we are right with God. Not being diligent to get close to God, but being diligent because we are close to God. I'm going to read that again. That was a good list. I'm going to read it one more time. Is that okay? I'm going to do it anyways, but just, just to say it's a churchy thing to do. Say yes. Not to be saved, but because we are saved. Working not to get right with God, but because we are right with God. Not being diligent to get close to God, but because we are close to God. Mm. Mm. So as believers, we're called to moral excellence in our faith by adding some things. Okay, this scripture tells us there's there's a list right here. Here's a list right here. Virtue, knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. So there's now as we're talking about this thing of giving effort, there's a temptation to be like, oh, let me shoot down this checklist, and if I get these, then I'm straight. I'm good. I ain't gotta, you know, go pray I ain't gotta do any of this other stuff, I've gotta trust God. It sounds crazy to say, right? But we can get over into that error. If I do this list, then I'm good. Well, the thing about this list is it's not particularly exhaustive, and it is not like if you do exactly those things by this letter of the physical expression, then, hey, you're good. We already know that salvation doesn't come by your own work. Amen? Doesn't come by your own work, comes by his work that we get to receive by grace through faith. But then because of his beautiful and wonderful work, he doesn't leave us like we are, right? I like to say it this way. Jesus says come as you are, but he doesn't say stay as you are. Let me get it over here to the right side. Also the left side. Left side, strong side. All you remember the Titans fans. Okay, So again, we don't get into this place where we think that we have figured it out and we've got it all together or that it's our own hands. It's by grace through faith. This is not your own doing. It's a gift of God, not a result of works, lest any man should boast. Well, we already talked last time. I preached about verse 10 in that passage. I didn't give you the scripture, but that's okay, guys. We're just going to quote it. Verse 10 in that passage from Ephesians chapter 2 says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for what? Good works. Which God prepared beforehand that you should do what with him? Oh, I got to embrace the effort and do what I'm called to do. Here's, Here's the way the ESV Bible explains that list. This list does not reflect a legalistic code, but rather the desires and features of a transformed heart. It's the desires and features of a transformed heart because God is the source of these things. This isn't just some good stuff that you came and offered up to him because you were good enough for it. It is the things which are the fruit of the work he's doing in our lives. Say amen, come on. So clearly this list is desirable. These qualities are desirable qualities. And here's some of the things that we saw in that passage that are promised when you walk in this list of things, these characteristics that are from God. First, we'll be effective and fruitful in the knowledge Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, verse 8 tells us if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they'll keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful. So if we're not that, then we are going to be effective and fruitful. Say amen, thank you, Jesus. Second one, we'll always be reminded that we were cleansed from our sins because of the work of Jesus Christ. Again, that's verse 9. Whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he's blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. We're going to get into that verse a little bit more a little bit later. We'll never, third thing, we will never fall away from the faith. That's the big one that we hear sometimes. And again, let's look at a bigger picture. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, for if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Now, that's not you will never fall, as in you will never make a mistake, because I know a bunch of y'all. And I know myself. It's not that you won't ever fall or make a mistake or come up short. It's that you will never fall away from the faith. It's one of the things that we do. We, we, like, like I've been doing for years, working with guys and um, material we call, the, it's not we call, but it's a program called The Conquer Series. It's helping guys walk in sexual purity, get out of the life of pornography, which is rampant if you don't know it. Spend five minutes online, researching what the stats are right now. It's ugly, it's horrible. This generation has a burden which is on its neck, which we need to help. By the grace of God, get them out of, okay? And here's the other thing too. I'll get into this a little bit more later. Don't point the finger and be like, well, I'm not into all that craziness. Trust me, we're at a, I was listening to Vody Bakum this week and, and he had a clip. I just I actually sent it to pastor yesterday. Um, about the fact that we live at this level and this layer of, of immorality and just accepting certain things that we would have said previous, no. But now it's just because just it's there, it's in the air, just, yeah, okay. I guess I got to wear this. Ain't you no know, other clothes in the store? Come on now. We're talking about giving effort today. Um, I mean, put your shoes on. If I step on your toes, it'll, it'll hurt a little less, maybe. But like, really? It's things that we accept because, again, we don't realize, wow, there is a big deal going on. And so when we work in this program, one of the things you realize is guys are coming out of this sin, which has been habitual and addictive, so there's going to be some struggles and failures. But the Word promises us in 1 John 2 that we have an advocate with the Father. What's his name? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And these things are written to us that we wouldn't sin. But if we do sin, we have an advocate. Like I said, Jesus, help. You said the Holy Spirit was going to come and help me because I'm a hot mess and I need Holy Ghost to do a work in and through me and help me to walk out this word and help me to embrace the effort of walking out what you call me to. And not simply say, oh, it is how I am. We don't accept that today. So as we look deeper in this passage, let's give particular attention to this phrase right here. Make every effort. Tell your neighbor, make every effort. Another translation says it this way, which is where I'll go, and we're going to have a little Greek lesson in a minute. Applying all diligence. So making every effort or applying all diligence. So it it implies here that there there is some work here. It's not just if I trust God without any effort, everything's going to go smooth and we'll be good. There's effort that the believer offers, but he offers it by the grace of God. Right. We offer it because we're empowered and strengthened because of the power of the Holy Spirit, the truth of the word, and the work that he continues to do in us. So what does it mean really to make every effort in developing morally excellent character traits in our faith? Because these are morally excellent character traits because they're coming from God. It's not stuff we made up. Second Peter, again, we're still there. Verses 3-5 through five says this, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Say it, all things things. are mine in in Christ. And again, the things he knows I need to have. So don't be walking up to somebody else's Range Rover talking about all things are mine in Jesus' name. Oh, God. Let me have. Look at them Jordans. Look at those shoes. Look at that dress. He wasn't talking about all that. Those are those temporal things, okay? If you got one, cool. Give me a ride in it. Let me borrow it. I'll take my wife on a date in it, but I'm not lusting after it because that's foolishness. We're concerned with eternal things, okay? Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he's granted to us Is what? Precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that's in the world because of sinful desire. And for this very reason, do what? Make every effort to supplement your faith. Make every effort to supplement your faith. So now we're going to dive into some Greek here, okay? So when you're studying the word, you're looking at Hebrew in the Old Covenant, generally speaking, and, and, and Greek in the New Covenant. And it's helpful to go back to that, not to show off and be like, I'm so educated. But it's helpful to go back to the original language and say, what was really being said here? All right, because if you didn't know, just raise your hand, all of us English speakers. Our language is inferior. (laughs) Uh, You just got to own it, us English speakers. It's some of the stuff, it's very contextual. The same thing is said, and it means four things, depending on emotion or... Right, So trust me, please do your due diligence, believers. Look in your word and go into multiple translations. Go to the original language. Ask somebody who knows better than you. Get a commentary because you will import stuff because you are fleshly like the rest of us and make stuff up with God's word. That's just a word of warning today because I've done it. (laughs) Come on. Don't add or take away. Come on, bro. Can I get a witness? Make every effort, Okay. applying all diligence. So so the Greek words here are pareisfero, pareisfero, and spude. Again, pareisfero and spude. So pareisfero is for applying or making. Spudei goes with diligence or effort. Now let's look at these definitions here. First one, pareisfero, applying. Look at this definition, to bring in besides to contribute besides to something. So it means you're making a contribution. To bring in besides, to contribute besides something. You already have something, which is God's grace, God's nature, which is there, but you bring something to the table. Don't come in, oh, God's just gonna work it out. It's one of the things I love when you get into uh, talking like detailed finances with people who get into that. If you ever wanna get into that subject, talk to Sherman Merricks. He will talk to you all day long about that because of the work he's seen the Lord doing in his life and his diligence on that subject. But you talk about finances, there's effort applied in the process. You don't just get to be like, my finances are a hot mess. I'm in debt. I don't have enough money to pay my bills, but I'm gonna keep checking the mailbox for that check that somebody's gonna send me. Hi. Hi. We're gonna trust the Lord. It ain't coming. It ain't coming. I do look sometimes, though. You would just move that brother. <laughs> hey, extra. That's a bonus. That's a bonus. Okay? If, if it happens, praise God. That's a bonus. So, contributing something. Again, now, 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 when I watch this, so I'm, I'm doing what I do. When I get into Greek and Hebrew, especially, I contact the, the chancellor of my university, Pastor Ron Hyatt. Because I went to the Ron Hyatt School of Bible. Okay? <laughs> so I'm te- me and PR are talking back and forth this week. I say, hey, PR, does this look good? This a Greek lesson makes sense. So, of course, he came back and gave me a, 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 a 50 pound extra that I had to give him some credit for. So, the, the, the suffix on the word, sorry, right, pare the suffix there is sfero. Here, this literally means a combining. Say it again, it's a combining. So literally listen to this, we combine our faith with who God is, and that's how we become a partaker of the divine nature. It's a combining together. It's not a, I'm going to sit back here and God's going to do his thing, or I'm going to go off on my own and offer this effort. It's this combining this beautiful work together that's happening because he is so merciful and gracious. He doesn't need us for anything, but he loves us so much, and he's so gracious and merciful. He includes us in your work because it's relationship. Father. When Jesus was here, y'all remember he said it so much, Father. You know, main time he said my God was on the cross because of the sin and the weight of it. But generally it was Father because he desires to see that work done in us. All right, so we partake because we have this connection and this offering together. Now let's go to the next one, spudé, which is diligence. Listen to these words here. What does this mean? With haste, earnestness, diligence, earnestness in accomplishing, promoting, or striving after anything to give all diligence, to interest one's self most earnestly. This is not a half-hearted attempt. This is not just a, you know what, we're going to throw it up and see what we get. It don't work that way. It's going all out, going all in. Any coaches in the house? I know Coach Harden's right here. Let me see some coaches. If you've coached before, put your hand up as well. I have. Okay. What frustrates a coach more than anything is when you don't go out there and give the full effort. Coach Harden? well, rip your face off because you didn't cut to the basket like he said and rode up in the play. And I got to give him a thumbs up on that. I think it's, 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 it's very signifying of how we ought to approach. Give the full effort, kids. If not, hey, come here, man. You can sit here on this bench. There's a spot right for you. Where you left it, you can go back to it. If you're not going to give full effort, I mean, thank God he doesn't take us out of the game. But that same level of intensity, the Lord is saying, come on, I could have just did it. I could have, I'm could. i all powerful. I made a world in six days, bro, come on. But in my mercy, I chose to include you in the process because I want you to receive everything that I have for you, every good and perfect gift. So come on, let's go. Let's be about it with haste and everything within you in earnestness. So again, it's giving all we've got with all of the effort we can muster to grow and add these things to our faith. Let's look again at verse 5 through 7. For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness, steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection. Brotherly affection with love. Again, these characteristics which are a statement of God's character, which is why some of these words interchange based on translation. But it's literally we, if if I could give you the essence, we want all of the character of God developed in us. Okay? Don't try to piecemeal God. I'm going to say it again. Don't try to piecemeal God. "Ah, Well, I like this part really a lot, but this other part I don't really like so much. Right, as, a, as, a, as a worship leader and worship pastor, it's one of the things that I get into with, with the way that we approach music. You may lift a hand and it be, man, this was a sweet moment, but he's also the God of truth. He's also the God of justice. He's also the one who expects some things because we are in him, not to get to him. He accomplished that for us. If you couldn't see that by how Jesus came, let me repeat it for you again. Again, second person of the Godhead, eternal. Glorious, from the foundation of the world, speaking all this into existence, folds himself into human history to be bound by a body like you and I after having not been bound, seeing it all from beginning to end. Why? So that he could redeem and restore. Okay? So yeah, the work can be done, but how much more then is it glorious that he says, come? Heather, I got work to do in your life. Come on, baby. Let's go, let's walk this together, let's walk together. Daniel, there's some things that I wanna produce, come on. I could just flip a switch and make them happen in your life, but instead I'm gonna allow you to walk with me as spiritual disciplines are developed and as you commune with the Holy Spirit and say, man, just like it says of him in the word, he's the one placed by the side to help. Come on, the help we desperately need, amen? Amen. If you'll need it right now or think you need it right now, trust me, you're gonna need it tomorrow or next week, it's gonna come soon. One of the greatest things God does is helps us remember that we are frail, (laughs) that we are faulty, that we don't have it all together. But in Christ, the old thing has passed away and the new has come. But in Christ, I get to stand victorious. But in Christ, I can overcome. But in Christ, I can keep and accomplish all of these things that he's called me to. May have some struggles, make it a little misstep along the way, but he keeps me going on the path he's called me to. Amen? Amen? Amen. Come on, let's give him a praise for his goodness this morning. So now let me, let me, come, let me come jump right here in your lap today. The question is, what are you doing in these areas of your life to make every effort to grow? I'll take some of this water and leave that with you for a second. As me and my brother like to say, let that thing marinate. Let that marinate for a minute. What are you doing in your life to grow in these areas? to make every effort to grow. I wanna take us back to one of the verses in here, verse nine, and connect this for you. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Now, why do I bring that point up? As you look at that verse, you've forgotten that you're cleansed from your former sins. A lot of times we look at this verse, as well as verses like it, to push against condemnation, right? Oh, devil can't say this to me. I've been forgiven of those things. I'm not held under that anymore. I am free. God's not holding that stuff over my head. The far as the east is from the west, the sea of forgetfulness is where he's thrown those sins. Yes, one part. Second part is you forgot who you are and in turn, how you're supposed to live in light of that reality. Okay, it's not a get out of jail free card. Yeah, I'm free, because man, I'm, I'm now, you know, I'm not bound by that. Y'all can't talk about my past like that. Yeah, you know, do me, yeah. Yeah, okay. We get that, absolutely. But then there is a responsibility of how I am to live and carry myself. You know, this is just a, just, a little tiny bunny trail, but it, but it relates. That's why I get super frustrated with athletes who got all kinds of smoke and want to wear an American uniform. America is. America, America ain't perfect, but you chose to live here. And on top of that, you chose to put on a uniform and play for a team that represents America. And disclaimer again, if y'all didn't already know, I wasn't born here, I was naturalized as a citizen. Okay? But come on, man, if you really think for some reason, I don't know, whatever this obsession is that we have in our universities and in the media today about, how let's just show all of American, all of human history is wicked, bro. Everybody has dirt. Everybody sinned. Read Romans. All sinned and fell short of the glory of God. But when you represent, again, there's a way in which you represent. If I ever had an opportunity to stand and play for a team, represent our country, I'd stand, national anthem's there, boom, I'll probably be singing it too. Because I represent something. That And that is way down here compared to what we're called to represent in the kingdom. So how dare us go put on that Jesus uniform? I'll go back to Remember the Titans again. Remember when that scene where Denzel's like, when you put on that uniform... You put on that Titan uniform, <laughs> you come to play. When you bear the name of Christ because you've received of him, don't show up halfway. Make every effort. Every effort because he's worth it. Steve was playing, you were playing that a little earlier. You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all, yeah, for from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. it one more time. You're worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all, yeah, for from you are all things. And to you are all things, you deserve the glory. Come on, get a praise, please. Lift them up. Listen, if you're not having a good time this morning, I am, so I'm good. Man, realize this. Next point. Realize that our source of strength in developing and growing in our faith is not our own. It comes from God. That's why this is a joyous statement. If you're falling short in an area, you know what the good news is? He is the source. Lord Jesus, help me. My God, help me to walk this out. I've been falling short in the way that I've been in this relationship, in the way that I've been at work, in this area that I need to develop and grow in. Lord, in my virtue, in my brotherly kindness, in my love, in my self-control, God, I need your grace and your help to accomplish what you've called me to. And you know what? I know you're the source. It's not about me, it's about you. Second Peter, again. One, three through four. Let's go to those verses. His divine power again has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises. So that through them, you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that's in the world because of sinful desire. I want to focus on this word from verse three at the end of it, this word excellence, his own glory and excellence. We're going to go to Greek one more time. Excellence here, the Greek word that's used is arete, arete, which is virtue or moral goodness. Now let's go another layer deeper. Here's what the, the, the Greek writers did. This word was used by those Greek writers to describe, listen to this, the sum of all desirable character qualities that comes from God. Woo, Jesus, I got to say it again. That's so good. The sum of all desirable character qualities that comes from God. That's why, if you notice, I, I didn't spend time breaking down the list and what each word means because it's the sum of all desirable character qualities that comes from God. The way that you're relating to your brother or sister, the way you're treating your spouse, the way you're showing up at work, the way that you're honoring or not honoring your parents, the way that you're handling the finances and the resources you've been given, all of this here is a sum we should be looking to God for of his character traits we want developed in us. There's a way he's called us to live and there's a way he's called us to walk walking in his ways because he is the source of all things. I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to add to it. Simone, come here, baby. I just added it back, Matthew. I told you I wasn't. I'm sorry. Come here, baby. So this is my Simone. This is my number five. (laughs) Come on over here. So back in the day, in her long life, she's 10. When Simone was three, remember when we used to go to Sam's and take the scanner from the people? So we'd go in line, okay? And as soon as we got there, Simone, she wouldn't ask us. So she'd be in the cart and we'd take her out to stand there and she'd look up at the little, little scanner and the little checkout where you, where you pay and she'd look at the cashier. And at one time, we got, got freaked out because we didn't see her do it. And then it became her habit. She'd go and walk around the corner to the, to, the, to the cashier. And she would turn just like this. She was a little shorter. And she would just do this. And we were wondering what she was doing. She was asking the lady for the scanner because she was going to scan all the stuff. Now, she was carefree and happy, and this is so neat. And then she'd smile, and, she'd, and the lady, they'd all get excited at Sam's, and they'd hold her and, and let her scan all the stuff as we're going through. Now, Simone had no money. <laughs> Did you have any money? Not a dollar! I mean, the stuff that grandparents give, because grandparents, all oh, you grandparents, you get so lenient. I'm like, you people were not like this when I was a kid. <laughs> It's all the money the grandparents get, right? I didn't have any money, but Simone up there scanning away. And I said, you know, as I was thinking about this this week, I said, you know, she was so content because what? She was safe, covered with her mom and dad to try and step out and give some effort in this area, and she didn't even have any money for the bills. I'm say it again. She didn't even have the money for the bills. Oh, come on, bro. That's good. I got to repeat that. That was a gold one, John. She knew who did have the money, and she couldn't even articulate that. Just said a few little things. She had a cute little face there. She's two and a half, three. But she knew who did have the source. Yes. Yeah. And she kind of operates that way now. <laughs> hey, Dad, can we just go here and do this? <laughs> was like, like I used to tell her brothers when they would run the shower for like 20 minutes. When they were little. So they don't shower together now, that'd be weird. Little, these fools, these fools would run my shower ad nauseum and I would go in there and I'd turn it off. They'd be in there singing, dancing, jumping around. And I would turn the shower off and say, you have no money! None of y'all have any money. And I remember one night tell, I said, look at that, you see that water? That's money right there, pouring out, money, mine, not yours. But then they too were like, we we'll just go up in there, turn this on hot water. Why? Wow, dad's paying. But some of us in this effort, thank you, baby, good job. Love you. But, but that knowing who is the source and who has it is super important in this walk of making every effort. Right. Because then you never get arrogant right. that I, I well, this develops in my life. No. What does the word say of, of pride? God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And it also says that pride comes before destruction. Don't be that. But say, Lord, it's only because of you. The only reason I have this ability to, 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 to access this excellence, this, this as, as the Greek word again, arete, this moral excellence that comes from him is because of his goodness and his mercy. But then I have all the ability to do it. Okay. So like Simone, grab the scanner. Start scanning stuff. Start doing something. Get on the path. Start jogging. Get the keys. Start driving. Get moving. I mean, wait till you're 16 if you're going to drive by yourself. Like, you know, laws in America. But you know what I mean. This is figurative here, people. Get on the move because the Lord has graced you to do it. He's called you for more than what you're doing right now. To just sit back and just say, well, God will do it. Or, well, this is just how I am. No, it's not just how you are. How dare you sell short the blood of Jesus Christ? I don't care how old you are. Some of y'all are older in this room. I'm getting and approaching that place too. I'm going to be starting to plan my 50th birthday in like three years, bro. I know I look good. Don't I? <laughs> but, but as you get older, don't, don't, well, you know, just how I am. Just how we, you know, how we do. When Jesus is Lord, when the Holy Spirit resides within you, when the power of God is at your access, you have access to it, and you're going to say, "Oh, you know, that's just how I am." No, it's what you might be choosing to stay in. Right. It's what you might be choosing not to step up and take advantage of, and make every effort. Right. But no, 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 no. It's not just anything except that you haven't fully received what God wants you to walk in. So I want to challenge you today to step up and make every effort. Tell your neighbor, make every effort. Tell your other neighbor, make every effort. Because it's not about your effort. It's about his work being done in you as you step up and offer that effort for his glory and for your good. If you believe it, say amen. Come on. Come on. So again, God's power gives us all that we need to give every effort to add to our faith that we're called to. Come on and stand this morning. I got one more point for you and I'm going to pray for you. I want to wrap this up by saying this. God gives us what we need to grow in our faith. But we must embrace the effort he gives us all of it that's needed but we have to embrace the effort and if i could make this a five-week series i'd go through scripture and show you all the different times you can do it yourself go through go through and look in scripture over and over and over and over again when the lord could have just flipped the switch that he didn't do that he activated people to walk in obedience to what he had said Come on now. He acted by pouring into people the ability, but then saying, now you act. And in a real prophetic sense, we're created in the image of God. How else can we function then, except to move forward and take action? Because that's how he's created us. To make every effort, to embrace every effort. Let's pray, Father. I declare in this house today, God, that we don't just hear a good word, get excited, smile, laugh. Yeah, I know that scripture. Oh, cool, that's a new thing to say. But we today embrace the effort to grow in our faith in the different areas you have called us to. I'm praying right now by the conviction of Holy Spirit that every person looks at their life and says, where do I need to add some effort? Where do my spiritual disciplines need to step up another notch? Where do I need to repent? Where do I need to actually physically go and say, no, I'm going to do something different this time. I'm going to have a different thought process this time. Not by my strength, but by the strength of the Lord. And Father, I declare as we, as we t- undertake this effort, as we step forward in this, I pray over those who have in error in, the, in their past times in their life, gone about it by their flesh. Said, oh, I've just got to make this happen because then God will really be pleased with me if I just make it all happen by myself, by my own hand. But God, I pray that people will realize, man, it's you working in us. Your word says in Philippians 2, God, that we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God who works in us both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So as we take up the effort, we don't take it up according to the flesh, but we take it up according and by the spirit, knowing that you are doing a work in us, Lord. So today, let it be so. that we embrace the effort. Father, I also pray for those today who don't know you yet. I'm declaring that they will make the effort to step forward and say, I receive by grace through faith. If that's you today, I'm praying for you right now that you step forward and receive. I wanna call our prayer team. You guys go ahead and come down as I'm finishing up this prayer. Prayer team, come on down. This prayer team is here. People full of faith, full of the word, ready to stand with you with issues that you might be dealing with in areas that you need to embrace some more effort, in areas that you need to see the work of the Spirit happen, then God's Word more surely proven in your life. I encourage you to come today. Stand with them if you need to. There's no shame in that. There's actually a great place of humility in coming and saying, I need somebody to stand with me in faith in this area of my life. So we thank you for your word today, Lord, that you, by your divine power, have given us everything that pertains to life and to godliness, Lord. You have supplied us with everything that we need for our faith. Your moral excellence, God, is the source from which we draw all that we need to draw. And Lord, you are doing a sure work in every life, God. We remind ourselves that you take everything and you work it together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. So I say do it in this house today, Lord. Work all things together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. In Jesus' name. And as we spend some time together in worship and in receiving ministry and in praying together, Father, I declare it is a blessed effort full of faith trusting you. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Come on, thank him for his word real quick. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church, visit therockonline.org.